Hey, Baltimore. It's Megan, and today I'm here with Claudia Tolls, who is the owner of Amuse Toys and the co-founder of the Fells Point District. Thank you so much for being here. Thanks, Megan, for having me. Of course. So, um, first of all, I don't know this. Are you from Baltimore? I'm not, actually. I'm originally from Columbia, South America, not oh. Columbia, Maryland, as I would have to clarify. Now, oh, not you. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, but I grew up outside of D.C. and then um, tra- went you know, went to school there, traveled a little bit, and lived in Columbia, and then came back um, and landed in Baltimore. Got married, and my husband was living in Fells Point, so we just moved up here. Is he from Baltimore? He's not. He's oh. also from D.C., so oh, he's wow. another D.C. transplant. And why did your parents come from Columbia? So my dad worked with the Organization of American States um, and in kind of that World Bank, IADB world, and we lived outside of D.C. for that. And then my mom decided she was going to go back to Columbia, and I was like, well, I think I'm going too. So sure. went there for a little while, went to law school, then came back to the States. Awesome. So what do you think the difference is between D.C. and Baltimore having been a native of both? There's, I don't know. I don't want to insult anyone from D.C. or <laughs> Baltimore. I love both. There's sure. a certain order to D.C. that's predictable, and, and people there are kind of predictable as well, I guess. Mm-hmm. And then in Baltimore, there's just a uniqueness, and there's that charm that, you know, you obviously charm city. We are charming. Yeah. And some sort of level of authenticity that is hard to find in other cities. That was a very diplomatic answer. <laughs> I try. Mm-hmm. So you went to law school. Yes. And how did that lead you to your career now? So I actually, I went to law school in Columbia and then, um, whoops, got pregnant Mm -hmm. and said, hey, you know, I should probably go back to the States, um, conservative family in in Latin America. So it was better to be home, (laughs) decided to come back here. And then I, with many things in my life, when I get focused on something and I was being going to be a mom, Mm -hmm. um, that's what happens to me. And I focused on all things that had to do with development and, um, just having a child and understanding what what my role was to ensure that he could have, you know, we all become obsessed with, with, with this. And well, we don't all start <laughs> our careers around it, so <laughs> maybe we're not quite as obsessed. It's impressive. Right. Well, when I came to Baltimore, it, it just kind of, it was an opportunity. There was a store there already um, that was serving the needs more of like tourists mm-hmm. and not a residence. And my community involvement with Patterson Park Public Charter School and just in general with the Downtown Baltimore Family Alliance led me to see the opportunity that a business could have and the impact a business could have on its community. And so Amuse Toys came to be the... uh, the opportunity. And we served early on in our years, and people remember we had bake sales for Patterson Park Public Charter School, and we would do things for Downtown Baltimore Family Alliance. And because of our reach as a business, Mm -hmm. we would um, talk about these really important things that were happening in the city and kind of also serve as therapy for parents who were trying to figure out whether they were going to stay or whether they were going to go to the county or some other part of the city. And how long ago was this that the news started and this community sort of formed? So in 2006 is when Tom and I... um, took over the space and rebranded and did everything mm-hmm. that you know as a muse now. And obviously it's had its different kind of iterations through the process as we've grown as business owners and as part of the community. And as Sebastian, my son, has grown, it also has changed a bit. Um, so, yeah, so 2006, so we're over the 10-year mark. Congratulations. Um, which is crazy because I still feel like I'm not old enough to have a 16-year-old or to have a business that's 10 <laughs> years old. But I guess that is what it is. Yeah. Um, so it was just one of those opportunities. It just happened. I was focused on my son. I lived in Fells Point. My house was tiny. 
my family will tell you I'm crazy. So if I was going to trip over a toy, it had to be beautiful. Mm -hmm. And hence the kind of the collection of award-winning toys from around the world. You know, when my dad traveled, he would always bring me a doll or some sort of, you know, toy from his travels. So I think that that in my subconscious also is part of like finding things and treasures from different parts of the world. Well, as a mom, I appreciate that too, because I I do shop at your store um, and I the joke with my friends is that we were going to have trouble with babies because we don't have like a lot of primary colors in our house. (laughs) um, So when I found your shop, I was like, oh, good. I can have like really beautifully designed things that are good for my kid too and don't make me a terrible parent for not wanting clutter. (laughs) Well, it's funny that you say that because I always have conversations in the store and I know I had this conversation with you. It's just as important for you to be happy with the purchases that you make for your kids. Sure. I mean, obviously, they're going to be exposed to all sorts of things throughout their different um, stages of development and, you know, whether it's friends or school or whatever. And we can't control everything, which is a scary thought, being a control freak. Sure. Um, but you can kind of give an opportunity for – I think it's so important, at least I found with my son – he has things. He's a 16-year-old boy now. He has things that he's, he has had and cherished since he was two. Mm-hmm. And they're not necessarily childish. They're beautiful. They, they, they you know, line his shelves, and he's really happy to showcase them. Yeah. And he's not like, oh, my God, that's like this little thing that I played with when I was two or stuff. three. It's, or, yeah. it's There's, heirloom quality. There yeah. are references to his childhood through these things. And if, as a parent, I didn't like something, I usually would hide it or, you know, give it away. Mm-hmm. Don't we all do that? Yes. So instead of doing that and replacing things constantly, um, kind of that that value of play, but also of valuing things for what they are. We all work really hard for, for what we provide for mm-hmm. our kids, and that's especially you know, true when they're younger, they don't have that reference. It's nice to see it when they're older yeah. um, and kind of understand that. Yeah. So what um, what is your favorite toy that you've sold versus the best-selling toy? Oh, God. This is like picking our favorite child. Yeah, I know. I'm sorry. Uh, it's okay. <laughs> I will say there are, there are things in different ages and price points that I love. Probably overreaching just all ages and, and, and just interests. You've bought Play Forever. They're these cars, yeah. right? They're, they're designed um, in Europe. They're beautiful. They're super simplistic. Yes. I always get the question, what does this do? You just move it. And that's what I say. <laughs> you just push it. That's uh-huh. all they need is to push it. It's this beautiful car. And I think I probably have a, you know, a soft spot for those because Sebastian collected those. My son says goodnight to his every night. As he should. Mm-hmm. You know, they're, they're, they're beautiful. And it's something that we sell to adults. And it's adorable when, you know, we have a lot of other um, – sort of like designers and architects and attorneys, these professionals are come in, coming in or walking, uh, not coming in, I should say. They walk through and they look at the window and we always have play forever in our window. It's one of my favorite things mm-hmm. to have. And you see them kind of side eye or like stop and look at them and they'll, they'll go through this process for a couple times yeah. and then they finally come into the store <laughs> and they end up buying it for themselves. Yeah. And I tell them it's okay. Yeah. It's a nice desk <laughs> toy. You should have that in your space yeah. if it makes you happy. They are beautiful. <laughs> and you can also give it to an infant. So that's probably one of my favorites. And then along the lines of best-selling, also a favorite because, quite frankly, we really don't sell anything we don't like, um, is the Kiddo Magnetab. That's the little magnetic pen, which I don't – do you oh, have that yet? No, I don't – Lou's only 20 months. I don't yeah, know you should be coming up on okay. that. Yeah. 
So it's right. a good kind of two-plus um, toy. It's this little magnetic pen, and they can doodle with it. So cute. The cause and effect of it, the magnets. Kids kind of lose their mind. And then Tegu. See, I will go it's on okay. it. <laughs> <laughs> it's good advice to parents, right? The Just Tegu, come into the store. Like I'll sell too. you all the things because they're all beautiful. They are all beautiful. <laughs> so... Um, you opened the store in Fells Point, and when did you open the Quarry Lake? 2008. Okay. Oh, wow. So that was pretty quick growth. Well, we had a pretty devastating flood um, in 2007. Oh, my gosh. So some pipe broke up top. Japaigo is, um, you know, our neighbor up top. Something happened, and water just flooded the entire oh store. Gosh. So it was the worst kind of water damage because you have water coming up from the top, and then it's you know, pooling at the bottom. And it was kind of crazy. We had a lot of customers from Japaigo who came down to help us, ret- like, as the water was flowing down, pull out the toys. Aww. We made some lifelong connections um, with yeah. some folks there for that reason. Well, and just kind of seeing community come together. But I had just convinced my husband of leave- to leave his job, um, you know, another source of income. <laughs> <laughs> So with a great sense of urgency, we realized we should have, you know, probably if we were both going to do it, yeah, yeah, we should have two two stores. Yeah. Um, so, but you've really dug into the Fells Point community, um, and how did you come to to co-found the Fells Point district? So Fells Point district is the hard work, love, and passion that we have, and we being Kelly, my, she's my best friend, she owns Poppy and Stella right mm-hmm. on Broadway, that we have for this community. We all work incredibly hard. Every merchant on that, uh, in that area works really hard. And there kind of been a series of events that occurred, one being at the toy store. There was, a, there was an unfortunate event. And then, you know, just a couple of other things that had picked up some media traction. And we were really concerned with, the fact that there might be this image of Fells Point that is not what we feel Fells Point is. We we see Fells Point as a wonderful, family-friendly, right. super diverse. I mean, there's so many women-owned businesses in Fells Point. I don't know statistically if we're the most, but I would argue that probably we are. I hadn't thought um, about that, but that's yeah, absolutely. So many independents. We true, have over yeah. 75 businesses in the area that are um, independently owned. And we wanted to showcase that. We wanted to showcase the face of Fells Point that I, as a resident, know exists, as a business owner, know exists. And then same thing for Kelly. She's been there for over, close to a decade. She sells amazing things. And I think that many times Fells Point would get a different view, both on social media and in the news in general. So we really didn't feel there was a a landing spot for people to see what we knew Fells Point right. was about. Yeah. So what is your scope of work now that it's been founded? I mean, what, what's your involvement with it? So Kelly and I continue to kind of steer the ship and figure out, you know, how to grow our audience. We're almost at 14,000 followers on Instagram. It's incredible. Just over a little, you know, just over a year ago is when we started. Wow. 
So there's that piece of growing our audience, growing engagement and buy-in by other local businesses, which is an organic process, but mm-hmm. also, you know, in Fell's point, when you're working with a lot of independents, well, that's a wonderful thing because everybody has their own ideas and their own opinions. It's also really hard to kind of get, you know, yeah. it's like, what's the saying, hurting cats? Yeah. I, I always mess up the sayings in I think English. that's right. I think it's right. Yeah, hurting cats. <laughs> so that can be a little bit of a challenge. So we're constantly kind of just messaging the importance of a unified front from a marketing standpoint, especially as the city grows and development continues, um, we're competing with other neighborhoods to showcase what we have as an independent main street. Mm-hmm. So you've been in Fells Point for how many years as a resident? 16. 16. Wow. Mm-hmm. So have you seen it change? Yeah. I remember when Whole Foods was a little like gravel parking lot, like that area was just still, there's nothing there. Yeah. So it is, it has been interesting. And that used to actually be called Fells Point before it got moved to Harbor East. Rebranding. Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. um, it's, it's interesting. I was one of the few people who had a toddler, certainly living in Fells and on Eastern and Wolf, which is where we live. And that has changed significantly. You see so many more strollers and so many more types of strollers, all all the little umbrella strollers to the crazy $2,000 strollers. Mm-hmm. And I mention that just because the neighborhood has changed. It's changed in who lives here, how many people live here. You keep on hearing about you know the decline of, of the population in Baltimore City. And while that's definitely a fact and it's true and it can't be you know yeah. refuted, there are certain pockets of the city that are thriving, and that's certainly true for Southeast Baltimore, not just for Fells Point, but for Southeast Baltimore. Yeah. And I think um, being I've been in Mount Vernon for 11 years now, and the same thing, I, maybe I didn't notice when I was in my early 20s, but there are strollers everywhere. Um, the month I had my son, our neighbors hosted a baby shower because seven babies have been born within three blocks of my house. So th- I think that, that you're right. I think that things change, and the family's kind of see the opportunity to raise their kids in the city, um, which I've loved so far. Um, yeah, I asked my son because most of his friends from school, he goes to, he's a rising junior, um, which is insane, <laughs> at St. Paul's, and most of his friends live in the county and kind of in that area. So I asked him if he has any regrets living in the city. He's like, no, my only regret is if the city had better marketing because my friends don't always want to come down. <laughs> That's a good answer. <laughs> yeah, well, he's been he's an only child been exposed to, you know, business owners, so he's that, that vernacular is kind of part <laughs> That's of That's pretty him. funny. I remember um, I went to school in the county as well and being so jealous of the people that I knew that lived in the city. There were just a handful at that point. I'm sure there's more now, but we'd, you know, I'd do like a play date or something and just be like, this is not fair. This is so cool. Yeah. I mean, he, we have uh, water taxi passes. So when he does have visitors, we just hop on the water taxi. Camden Yards has been his backyard. There's a, I don't know if it's still up, but I wrote a why, why we stay post probably 10 years ago for the downtown Baltimore family Alliance. And I, I guess I had saved the PDF or whatever it was. And there's a picture of him in the inner harbor by the fountains um, and just saying that, you know, this is his backyard yeah. and the water taxi is his mode of transportation. It's still true. I was going to say, does that, does that article hold up still? Do it think? absolutely does. And, and, and we talked about the restaurants being our living room because our house is so tiny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we do. We, we enjoy all of our neighbors, both um, restaurants and the businesses. There's something to be said if you just want to go out and walk two blocks. I mean, we have bars, of course, everywhere. We have great restaurants now that are mm-hmm. all over Fells Point. 
owned by some very committed folks and great retail shops. Yeah. Bell's Point does have amazing retail. So you have expanded your presence in the city even more at this point. You're a resident, a business owner, and now you are actually selling parts of the city as a realtor. Yeah, that kind of came up. It's something that I've always thought about for years, actually, probably eight or more years. Having been such a cheerleader and continuing to be a cheerleader for the city of Baltimore, I would always encourage people to check out different neighborhoods and come down and see what city life was about because they didn't really, they had this different idea. And our proximity to so many different employers in our Fells Point location at Amuse Toys would give me the opportunity to meet families that were coming in and being relocated. So I would always talk about, you know, the pros of downtown living. So I decided after some crazy times last year with all that construction that wouldn't be a bad idea to expand our um, our income. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I, I'm affiliated now with the Coldwell Banker Branch in Fells Point, which is right around the toy store, which is really, really convenient. Yeah. And I've been enjoying now selling the city, not just selling toys, but selling the city and helping people find their homes. It's really funny because I feel like with toys, I got to experience helping, um, you know, family members and friends buy something that would bring a little one joy. Sure. And now it's helping people find their lifestyle and their home and their community. And so it's something I'm very passionate about. That's so great. We, um, I love touring homes, so I'm very jealous that you get to do that and get paid for it. That's a pretty good deal. Are you specific to Fells Point? Of course, I'm happy to help anyone with anything uh, when it comes to, to real estate. But my expertise really is in terms of areas downtown. Mm-hmm. M- having worked with so many different nonprofits, Live Baltimore, Downtown Baltimore Family Alliance, and so many of the charter schools, I'm really familiar with this area and, quite frankly, really passionate about it, too. So I always get excited when people are like, we're looking at these different parts of the city, and I can give them you know, firsthand experience of what it is to live there and the different community groups and the different amenities. Yeah, that's so great. Where in Fells Point, this is a random question, is your favorite place to get a drink? I feel like there's so many good little spots to kind of jump into. There's like really high end, there's little holes in the wall, but what's your favorite? So I'm a wine drinker, so definitely love the offerings. It's two places. One is very old school, uh, Fells Point. It's been around forever. It's called Peter's Inn. It's on Ann Street. Mm -hmm. And then there's also Point South Latin Kitchen, which is a little nod to my heritage, even though they focus more on Central American food and then bring in a little bit of South American. They do also have a great wine list. They have a great restaurant week menu too, actually. Yes, they do. Yeah. Thank you so much for coming in today. Um, Would you mind just telling us how to connect with you, whether it's through Amuse Toys or Fells Point District? Yeah, definitely. So we're on Instagram. uh, Amuse Toys is just A-M-U-S-E-T-O-I-S. That's on Instagram and Facebook, of course, and Twitter. Mm -hmm. And then Fells Point District, we are both on Facebook and Instagram, and it's just Fells Point District. So... Pretty easy. Pretty easy. (laughs) Lots of beautiful pictures showcasing the neighborhood and the different independents. All right. Well, thank you, Claudia. My pleasure. Thank you.